So I hope y'all taking care of yourselves, man. Listen, there's some interesting news in the in the internet wires right now. Microsoft want to use AI for information security research. Now, if you know something about information security and research, It's the fact that, um, listen, man, the tools that are already in information security industry right now, they're already overly saturated, overly crowded. And most of those tools, if you have no fucking clue what you're doing, you're going to fuck up a lot of shit. You might get people's entire infrastructure under the ground type of shit within seconds. And now they want to use AI, which can sometimes confidently hallucinate a bunch of gibberish. And then y'all say, this is the state of software. This is where we're going, guys. I mean, you tell me. Y'all tell me where we're going with software right now. Because truthfully, how I see things right now, one way or the other, it's either people gonna say, fuck this AI shit. We need better shit instead of just fucking monopolizing on a fancy ass word and some shiny ass technology that could barely do shit for y'all. To a point where we're like, no, 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 no. Let's, let's stop promoting dumbasses from getting into the industry and actually start promoting real shit from getting into the industry. For instance, why don't we start to say that anybody that has to use something like ChatGPT, you have to go back to school. Perhaps maybe that could stop a lot of, you know, problems that are going on in the tech industry right now, which I truthfully tell you again, as much as I have an optimistic view overall on things in life and everything else that I see for myself, we've come to, you know, peak and shittification of the software environment, which that's a word I picked up from Hacker News. <laughs> too, much, too much reading of articles and shit offline, man. Um, yeah, we've reached the peak and shitification of what the fuck is going on with this entire system, man. Because, tell me this. It's 2023, and companies think still it's a joke to, to have a cyber attack directed towards you. To a point where they can just say, hey guys, we've made you a tool. Do you want to try it? It just might break on you. But hold on, while we're at it, we will never tell you how it actually broke and that our system can hallucinate some garbage ass shit that's beyond the motherfucking joke. Right? And now you're kind of seeing a pattern where, okay, what do we do? The people that know something and the people that are competent enough to comprehend what the fuck is going on right now, they're like stuck between roads. They're like, look, if I never talk about AI, people are gonna say I'm anti-technology forwarding of research and, and, and expansiveness of like discoveries within you know digital computing. But if I use it, 
one, it's going to fuck up my entire thing of what I learned about computer science back then, which is to say that I never fucking rely on the machine itself. The machine itself is stupid. The machine only knows ones and zeros, man. Stop, stop relying on these goddamn computers as if they're the, God, they're, they're the answer to everything that y'all be doing. Because a part of it, I blame it on people's overconfidence of just because a company can build you well-designed software, it never means that's the actual premises of what computers are. No, great software is built by the developer far from the computer itself and far from the attributes of what attributes the computer to be quote-unquote as great as it is. You get what I'm saying? As in, we've come to the peak level of bullshit needs to get the fuck out of the way. Because how is it, again, Microsoft wants to bring AI for information security and research. Chat GPT. When prior already, there's already been lawsuits. People are starting to complain. Man, y'all stealing our books. Y'all stealing our shit. So when are people going to stand up? Give me two seconds. I got to put on my other headphones right now. I'll be right back. You guys can hear my voice, man. I, I've been, I've been, you know, partially catching a little cold sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, as I was saying, we, we've reached peak and shittification of goddamn entire techno space itself. To a point where I, I blame it all on the result of big tech and big, uh, you know, just overhypeness of nothing. Because, get this, the people also have to learn a lesson. Stop relying on just technology to do shit for you. But of course, based on marketing and, you know, preconditioning of people and the mass consensus of how people see the world, it's easy to dupe anybody into thinking that AI is the, is the next answer for anything. While that is some partial truth to that, based on how you can train AI and if you design a well-structured system using, you know, proper data that you actually consensually got from someone, maybe, maybe there's a possibility. But the current state of AI right now and what they're doing with it is bullshit. 
it's gonna fuck up a lot of things, which for what I can tell y'all right now, we're gonna get to a point where I can tell you that one one day they're gonna report AI was responsible for destroying the entire space of technology. And even the fact that right now it's already starting to replace a lot of white collar jobs, like desk jobs. Accountants are getting fired. You know, um, right now Amazon is already building robots for like supply chain and all that. Which, you know, repetitive shit, like it's, it's worth building a robot for because truthfully speaking, would you ever want to keep moving 40 pound boxes every fucking day 24 seven? Instead of just giving that job to a robot while you actually focus on something that's more, you know, less repetitive and less redundant. Which that's that's some 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 justification for AI, but when you try to use it in more complex fields like information security, where it really it takes a lot of creative thinking beyond even creative thinking, it also needs emotional intelligence because you need to know how to decide when to do certain things, irrespective of what you're currently faced with, and even to that degree, information security itself is such an unpredictable field where one of the main reasons why it's difficult for, for just even any random computer scientist or even someone with a PhD who went to Harvard to just get into cybersecurity is because it takes that part of your brain, creative thinking. So now you're taking what you know logically and you have to apply it creatively. And as far as I know, AI is unable to do that. AI has no ability to just creatively take information and regurgitate it, or better yet, create something unique from it without having a traceable pattern of where it came from. Which means at that point, you might as well just hire a McDonald's worker, with all due respect to McDonald's workers. You might as well just hire someone from McDonald's and train them actually on how to use a computer. And potentially, maybe in six months, you might actually have a better cybersecurity officer than AI can. Because at some point, someone's brain is more powerful and more capable to create new synaptic neurons in comparison to a computer that has a very limited domain of knowledge. And even if you do expand this domain of knowledge based on different attack vectors and surfaces, it's still not never enough to say that we can justify what they're trying to do. Give me a second, I want to get some coffee. You might wake me up a little bit. Which Really, truthfully speaking, I could really use some coffee right now. You guys can hear my voice nasally and shit. That's based on all this bullshit-ass climate change that y'all been talking about. Manipulating the weather. Like, I'm in Colombia right now. You, you'd be like waking up, 6 a.m. By the time it's 10 a.m., you got sun right in the middle of the day. Like, it's bright as shit. And then by the time it's like 2 p.m., it's like you're sitting at 9 p.m. It's cold as shit, windy as fuck. And you might potentially start storming on you. So I'm like, shit, man, what are y'all doing with the weather? But anyways, let's get back to topic. Um, yeah. Even if you do expand the knowledge base of AI itself, you can never still have the same spec, uh, you know, spec for spec in comparison to what a human is capable of. In other words, right now, the fact that they're trying to prioritize AI over just hiring people, it shows how fucked up a lot of corporations are, you know, internally thinking for how the future of technology is. It shows you how fucked up they're thinking. In fact, for the fact of how, you know, Microsoft's style of, you know, adopting new technologies, it's a fucked up way of doing. 
Matter of fact, truthfully speaking, from our perspective right now, I just say that I wish Microsoft just crashes one day because they've done this shit with Linux where they just pretend they're, they're on their team, but now they're trying to replace them. Recently, there's news that AMD released some, uh, some type of chip for like AI research or some shit where apparently those chips are only supported on Windows. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought Linux was actually better for research than anything what you can compare it to. Yeah, cool, you can go to Apple, which Apple got their own proprietary shit now. They lock it down their ecosystem to a point where no one knows what's coming after that. Even the, the users that are heavily invested in the, in the uh, ecosystem, they have no idea what they're getting into. To a point where people are starting to really, be like, yeah, we're sitting at a gray zone here. Shit might just go down the wrong way. But now they're saying they released a bunch of graphics cards or some whatever for AI research that is only designated for Microsoft. Far from Apple or any other quote-unquote company that's mainstream and known where someone can, you know, at least have a consumer product to test. Microsoft. Now you tell me this. This is the result of monopolization and the result of when company have got too much fucking money around their pockets to throw it at anything that they think that it's worth throwing it at and then end up fucking up the entire economy and the, the community itself of what originally was there that they're trying to compete with. Which is to say now, from, from my perspective, it's like, it, it's far from optimal, man. Microsoft needs to get cut down. They need to get cut at their knees right now because this is invasive, like I said. They started with Linux. They're like, yeah, we're gonna support Linux drivers and shit. Now look where, where they are with Linux. They're already trying to replace the entire existence of Linux. I believe, I think Windows 11 or some shit. Yeah, it does use some components from a, a, a Unix-based system, but it's far from a promotional way of use. It's more like an invasive of use, you know? Like embrace, replace, and destroy. You get what I'm saying? And so, given that's the perspective, what are the odds that they can get into the cyber security uh, department? And then eventually like, you know, bunch of random ass award giving companies or groups or firms or whatever research, like IEEE kind of thing, will come around to Microsoft. Hey Microsoft, how you guys doing? Microsoft will be like, we're doing great. Look at us, we made this chat GPT for information security and research. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. We never seen that before. Wow, let's give you guys a sticker, some golden stars. But it's like, no, it's far from golden stars that are even worthy of attribution. It's golden stars that are based on biased ass bullshit. Right? Just like right now they're talking about, I think something like, oh, they were given an award for for the best security, cybersecurity defense online. I'm like, what the fuck, are y'all stupid? Even Google is better at cybersecurity when it comes to cloud services than Microsoft itself. Microsoft is good at building everyday computing platforms. Your typical Windows, you know, the shit that your grandma uses, the shit that your uncle at the, at the, at the, at the, at the, at the store uses for his accounting at the end of the year when he has to do taxes, man. That's the shit that Microsoft was designed to do really well. I, like, having something that just works solid. 
I'm never egging on Microsoft and saying they're all bad. No, Microsoft has its own positive attributes here, but they're trying to get into fields that, one, they should never get into. Two, it's far from optimal for them to invest in that because they already have bad practices of getting into certain markets and, and doing some very, you know, shit that, that's along the lines of what a bully would do to someone. And so given that's the case, it's like, why are we even letting Microsoft decide what AI can do for us when they've been known prior to strategically perpetuate the, the creation of viruses so that people buy more antiviruses? It used to happen. If, if you never do your research, go on, go, just go on the web. You know, dig the archives if you want to, if you really want to know some shit. Otherwise, that's to say, yes, when viruses got to an astronomical level of like, okay, shit, look, y'all got to stop this shit, man. I know y'all making money off antiviruses and shit, Kipersky, Norton Defense, whatever, all these weird-ass virus, antivirus companies, which at one point when I used to use Windows, I took off my antivirus because I started actually personally, from my perspective, I realized that having an antivirus on my computer Network-wise, actually, in some regards, made my machine a target because, think about it, if a hacker was to scan your machine remotely, and then they realize you have an antivirus, and let's say that antivirus has a backdoor or some type of exploit that's available online publicly. Well, now you just made yourself a target versus, let's say you just have Windows Defender, and then to see that your system is like a specific version or it has like a custom patch, well, as a hacker or someone who's a security researcher, they'll be like, nah, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Do I really have to do this shit? Yeah, sure, they might attack your computer because they're like, yeah, it's got Windows Defender only. No. <laughs> there might be other shit behind that motherfucker right now, bitch. Right? Sure. In some regards, when you have no antivirus, it's, it's like, sure, you may become a, a, a much, much bigger target for, for cyber security attacks and all that. But truthfully speaking, of all my life using antivirus, I never got the benefit of what it promised. That's the bottom line of what I'm getting at, where it was the same as just having Windows Defender on maximum settings without having to buy a Windows Defender. I mean, without having to buy an antivirus. And so, to continue my point with AI and information security in Microsoft with ChatGPT, this is the type of direction we're going. They just might offer you a package that, oh, this package is only available for if you do XYZ type of information security. Oh, but this one is only for those that do this type of security. So now you're gonna have multiple, if not a plethora of uh, subscription models. And some of those subscription models are just garbage. It's useless shit. It's like the same shit, but different writing, different wording, different marketing terms too. I'm like, God damn it, just give us the goddamn two, the whole thing, the whole set. If I gotta buy the entire chat GPT from y'all, sell it. But no, Microsoft will never do that because to them it's beneficial to keep it in the cloud and keep billing you every fucking month. So therefore, those of you that may be in, into information security that may wanna get up uh, you know, with this chat GPT shit and, and use AI to assist you in your information security research, which truthfully speaking, if you know what you're doing and you've actually gone through the research and, and learned actually what information security research is, 
or have some type of core background in computer science, sure, you can use AI, but even to me, to me personally, I would never use AI for information security research unless if I'm trying to find out like an answer really quickly to something, which at that point I can just Google it. <laughs> I mean, or pre-search it because I no longer use Google anymore because that shit is fucked up, man. And I pin them in. Fucking up everybody's shit. Keystrokes being recorded. Say, I mean, they've already been doing that shit from the start, but it's getting to a point where it's like, look, we're unable to settle with this shit, man. It's way too much. And so, yeah, I'll never use AI for information security research or even just rely on it as my main tool. You already got a bunch of tools out there like Burp Suite, uh, Burp Suite or some shit like that, where, yeah, cool, it helps you do the basic web scanning and all that, which, yeah, it's just industry standard. But a lot of these tools, truthfully speaking, for what I can tell you, if you really know how cybersecurity works, you can build them yourself and probably build a more accurate, more specified ones for your use task. Instead of having to rely on someone else's scripts or how the system works and all that other shit. All right? And so AI itself becoming a part of the information security uh, field, that's gonna make shit more confusing. Because it's like, at that point, how are you gonna train AI to work the same way that let's say Nmap or Burp Suite would work in a, in a field where you're trying to scan a network or just pen test a website. Yeah, are you gonna sit down there and say, hey, ChatGPT, can you scan this website for me for exploits that are available? Yeah, it might do it. But at the end of the day, it might confidently regurgitate information that may be inaccurate. And because you know how AI sound when, when it's constantly trying to, trying to act like it knows everything. You're gonna have a lot of people making mistakes, all right? And so given that premises itself, I'm not sure if I can even tell y'all that people, I'm not able to tell you if people can, can, can actually be trusted right now in, in the computing field right now, especially those that are holding on to some of these jobs that really are critical to where our lives are going digitally. If they can start using only AI for their tool set, and given where AI is currently at, in fact, the fact that it's still in early research, how you gonna have a whole lot of bullshit ass problems on your hands? That's what's gonna happen. And I can guarantee all that because the same way that this, this AI shit is trying to be pushed onto the masses, it's kind of like the first time that, um, was it, I think, I think it was like something with something to do with like wireless charging, some, some, some technological breakthrough that was happening within research of digital advancement. And people were like, yo, this is hype. But because there was no safety uh, locks in place, it ended up making shit worse than it, than it was from the start, than having to just leave it like that. And so that's another thing with, with ChatGPT where it's still too early for us to rely on it, even just for cybersecurity, irrespective of how professional you are at, you know, the, the, the job that you do or your professionality of what you get involved with. It's still way too early for that. I'm unable to tell y'all that AI is, is something that you can use as a trusted source for anything right now, in fact, because it's still in its infancy age. In fact, to a degree where the information that is being trained on it's also very biased. People are very biased. Unless if we can collectively, consensually, come to a certain agreement of a cognitive level of awareness where we can produce non-biased digital information that goes into the web space, 
then perhaps AI's information that it uses to train itself may be a little bit more accurate with no biases. But even then, that's the information we're using to train AI. It's highly subjective shit. So that, that means AI is going to be highly subjective while being heavily confident. And sometimes it's going to fuck up a lot of shit. So you tell me that. Can you rely on that when, you, when you're really trying to save someone's packets from being snooped by a hacker on the other side of, you know, Japan and China, whatever stereotypical shit that these people be writing in the goddamn newspapers. I got nothing against Chinese people or Japanese people. I'm just being stereotypically biased as fuck right now because that's what your media is doing right now. They're writing all this goddamn biased ass papers just to market and push their own agenda. ChatGPT is no different. We should never use ChatGPT for information security at all. The tools that are in the industry right now are enough. A lot of it is garbage, I already told you. Without due respect, Burp Suit and all the other tools that are similar are just like creating your own goddamn script in Python, man. Man, matter of fact, fuck the entire goddamn user interface itself. You can just make the entire thing in a command line interface, which is probably more, more efficient and more portable than having to think, okay, what am I gonna use for, for drawing the graphical user interface? How am I gonna join the graphical user interface with the back end of the application itself? And then how am I gonna you know, make it more compatible across every platform? No, goddamn it, keep it simple. Before we had graphical user interfaces, and especially given that you're a security researcher, you should know how to use a command line interface. Stop avoiding the command line interface, because at some point, if we, get, if we keep pushing this whole thing about making our lives easy by avoiding old, old technologies that were tried and tested that have no problem for us to keep using them, we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna have a bunch of incompetent idiots working on shit that is critical, just like what's happening right now. That's what's gonna end up happening. And then at that point, who y'all gonna blame? The big tech, the people? Or us letting that shit happen without questioning? What the fuck are y'all doing? You're gonna put people at risk. Because cybersecurity in this modern day is serious shit. This, this could be the difference between life and death. You got IOT systems in hospitals being shut down remotely. Power plants, traffic lights, water systems. Hell, even now they're getting in, 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 into into transportation. They can remotely hijack a Tesla anytime they wanted to. I mean, far from a Tesla. There was an article that was released where some guy was in Little China. He hacked a Jeep in China while the Jeep was in America. It's like as long as I got an internet connection, which the, the Jeep apparently has like um. A built-in uh, 4G onboard module where essentially it's, it's, a, it's a telephone on wheels. <laughs> that's basically what it is. It connects to the internet. It gives you updates. And also, I think that's also how sometimes the car actually gets upgrades for its engine, the braking system, the transmission, the fuel system itself, the radio, and many other components that are attached to the computer, the ECU system, and many other more advanced computer systems that are on board with it. But yet we're leaving this many backdoors and many, you know, flaws in the systems while trying to push all this. Hey, look at our advanced technology. What the fuck are we doing? We got to, you, you guys are putting people at risk by just trying to push for the next thing. Who can make the next thing more shiny than the other without, you know, regarding for security and actual safety and, 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 and ethical morale with it? Greed is what's going, what's causing all this shit to happen. It's fucking up a lot of shit for people, man. So, again, 
how the fuck are we relying on AI to help us <laughs> realize our own problems of what we've created prior before we had AI to a point now we're working with AI to make AI more reliable so that AI becomes the tool that we use outside of AI itself. You see how confusing that shit is? You see how confusing that shit is? It makes you go nuts. It makes you go crazy. And that's the type of age that we're in, man. It's fucked up. I'm sitting here too right now. It's like, you know, y'all could y'all could have just hired someone like me. Hell, I dropped out for this shit and I still study for this shit every day. I love computers and I enjoy that much that much about computing itself because to me it's a hobby and it's a passion and it's also something that helps me see a, a different way of thinking. In fact, computer science I'd say I credit it to a lot of my, my creative ideas and how I've logically come up with some of the most innovative ideas outside of just computing itself. And even my own personal life, it helps me be organized. Computing is far from a from a field that where you where you get into just support yourself financially. It's one of the most unique fields where you can actually do this shit for life and you never get bored. But what y'all doing with AI, ChatGPT, and letting Microsoft and companies like that get into this shit? That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. Soon you're gonna hear some shit like, oh, look, we're letting AI write us base code. I mean, there's already systems where AI is writing source code. Matter of fact, the other day I was messing around with uh, some type of AI bot that's on Telegram. And I was just randomly giving it prompts. And I was like, make me an SQLite website. <laughs> and it confidently gave me <laughs> boilerplate code for, for, for a basic ass connection between an SQLite database and the front end of a, of a Python script. Which, that, you know, that's never too bad. At least it's something. At least it kind of comprehends the context of what I'm asking. Sure, you can train it to be more accurate, but even to that degree, what the fuck happened to just coming up with your own ideas, using your goddamn brain for crying out loud to actually make shit from scratch? Stop fucking relying on AI unless your brain did. Hell, as a former target individual and someone that, that went through MK Ultra by your goddamn rogue governments, I still can tell you I'd rather use my brain than rely on a computer for shit, man. Yes, computers help make our lives easy. It makes it makes a lot of shit very simple and straightforward in some regards. But it's far from the actual absolute solution and complete set of everything that we ought to be about. It's far from a complete solution. And it never will be. As long as humans exist, computers will always keep having mistakes. But even to that degree, let's say humans went extinct at one point. Sure, let's say computers can write their own source code. The accuracy of that source code is only gonna be relatively accurate to what a computer sees as accuracy. Even to the fact that there's no such thing as an absolute subjective truth. There's only objective truth based on the subjective matter, which means at some point, computers would have to comprehend philosophical base premises of how the brain works. We all know that if someone asks you, tell me the truth about this, they're gonna be like, well, what do you mean? Be specific. I mean, on the basic level, you can program a computer to do that. But 
context switching and context contextual awareness is something already complex enough where our brains are able to, to, to span information in a way that is so magically beautifully designed to a point where I'm not able to tell you that we can program this shit to the absolute form. Yes, it, you can emulate or replicate it to some degree, but it's never gonna be the same thing as what a human can do. Even your basic kindergarten kid is way smarter than AI. I already told you, AI will never be a smart, will never be smarter than a grade seven kid who knows their, you know, algebra basics and, and, and trigonometry and all that shit some basic literature too it's never going to be smarter than that because in order for it to surpass that level of grade seven kid it has to have the comprehension of, a, of an adult so then at that point we also have to then compare that grade seven kid to someone who's like in their mid-30s someone let's say, take someone who's already in the field 35 years old what does the average 35 year old deal with on, on a daily basis someone who's who's gone through quote-unquote university and, and official education curriculum First of all, they comprehend derivative, der derivative uh, mathematics and all that other complex shit. Or in some cases, if they hated math, they probably took philosophy or arts or, or hospitality or anything that's that's a little bit more dynamic and more socially in in intertwined with everybody else. But even to that degree, let's just say we only focus the scope on their technical abilities. Let's say it's someone who's a, a comp sci undergrad who went to, to university for computer science. They're gonna know, you know, a little bit of calculus, a little bit of machine, you know, assembly, a code, a little bit of physics, chemistry. Sure, we can train AI on chemistry, physics, and all that basic shit. Which at that point, you're just taking a goddamn textbook and you're throwing it in the machine and the machine is regurgitating the information based on what it knows, given the highlights. But how many of y'all know the fact that it's this? You can read a textbook. But if you only rely on what the textbook is telling you, you'll never get to anywhere. You'll never expand your knowledge outside of the book itself. So meaning that if you only give AI the book or the base information of what, let's say, comparison to what a mid-30-something computer science undergrad who's working in the, in the tech engineering field went through, it's to say that that AI is never going to be able to step outside of those bounds of the limitations of what that textbook gave it. Which means that at some point, Someone has to come along and tell the AI, hey, look, 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 look. Yes, you know the textbook, but it's time to now test your knowledge outside of the textbook. Which we can say, yeah, we can have um, unsupervised learning and we can keep propagating based on different scenarios. Sure, that can also happen, that could also help. But to what degree is that gonna be accurate? It's different from a human being that goes through actual real-time experiences and actually makes corrections in real time. Our brains are very synoptic. This, the plasticity of your, your, your neurons is what makes you very different from an AI itself to a point where AI will never even be close to you. I was reading a book uh, called Life After Google where they're talking about the next platform for computing or material for computing is going to be carbon. And I'm like, okay, so now you're talking about mixing computers with humans? <laughs> Quite literally, that's what's happening right now. That's why y'all got all this news being pushed about AI and, and humans, you know, having to live amongst each other happily ever after when I'm telling y'all this. AI is like your grade seven kid who just read A, B, C, D, one, two, three, and now they think they're goddamn Einstein. No, go 
back to school, kid. You need to go learn a little bit more than A, B, C, D, one, two, three. There's algebra. There's there there's there's philosophy. There there's there's history. Well, his story, right? There's economics. There's business. Creative arts. All that other shit. All the all the other domains that are, you know, more involved than just sitting in front of a teacher and letting the teacher tell you what, what to listen to and what to regurgitate ten years from now, or in whatever field you end up being. And even the fact right now we're still relying on 18th century ideologies and philosophical, um, academic, you know, perspectives. When we're in 2023 where things are moving at the speed of light, literally at the speed of light, at the speed of a click. How fast does information from one side of the continent move to the other side of the continent these days? I mean, yes, we used to have Twitter before it became X. How fast was information moving on Twitter? Imagine someone who's sitting in Australia can tell you, oh shit, a bomb just went off in an Australian bridge. Within less than 30 seconds, that news is already on the other side. Someone in Vancouver, Canada is already starting to know that information. I mean, technically speaking, the globe in the way that it's arranged, Vancouver is a little close to Australia if you go the other way around. But let's just say someone who's right in the center of the equator. A bomb just went off in Australia. Well, guess what? Someone now probably sitting in the in in the capital of Guinea in Africa knows about that information. That, oh shit, yeah, yeah, it just happened. And someone in Guinea is gonna pass that information on to someone maybe in Europe. And then the people in Europe, oh shit, man, I got I got some relatives in, in Australia. They're okay. That's how fast information is moving. And yet we're still trying to rely on old ass ideologies that keep limiting people's own abilities of how to think to a point where even the academic system is being challenged. People are starting to realize, should I go to university and invest in a degree or undergrad or whatever certification program? Or should I just go on YouTube or fuck it? Take the risk and, and go find as much information as I can to learn on the topic that interests me of what I want to do for the rest of my career. Instead of burning a, a goddamn ton of money into the into the empty hole of what? Oh, you got this degree, but sorry. <laughs> Your degree is old now. It's expired by the time you graduate. Four-year program. In four years, what, what kind of advancements can we have within four years? A ton of shit. Let alone in six months. Some of, them, some of these companies, I have no, like, is it, are they working with humans or are they working with aliens? <laughs> Newsflash, that might be the case, actually. <laughs> I might just be blurting out some random information, but yeah, are they working with machines or are they working with real humans? Because last time I checked, in order for real things to actually advance properly and mature in a, in a very stable manner, it takes very well-considered research from every angle and perspective. Which means at that point, it takes, you know, cool, we figure out how to make wireless charging. How about this? Let's make wireless charging, maybe for laptops too, if you want to do it. I mean, how can we make the induction itself of the wireless charging coil plate be able to transfer information using touch? That's the next thing. I mean, technically Apple already does that with their Apple Watch. But even that technology on that watch is very harmful to your body. I, I once had the Apple Watch itself and the radiation that was being emitted from that induction thing, it burned through my skin. My skin literally would look like porridge after I took off the watch for a week. And I'm like, that's abnormal, I, I, a watch should never do that. 
I watch should let your skin breathe freely without damaging your entire skin. To a point when I took that watch off, in fact, I, just, I, I still have that mark right on my hand. It was on my left hand. That mark was like a big, dark, black circle. I'm already dark as shit already. I'm like, what the fuck? Now it's gonna look like someone took a goddamn stamp and you just bling. It's like we're back on the plantation fields now, huh? But that's the thing what's happening with AI and ChatGPT and all this other shit. I know, I know I'm going on many other side tangents. But truthfully speaking, that's the thing. We're trying to move too fast, using old ass information, while also trying to claim that we know everything about all that old ass information and claiming that we know everything of where we're going in the future. When I'm saying that, look, the future is intra-communal development of a combination between the end user and the vendor, or better yet, the whoever is creating those solutions. Like for example, had Microsoft consulted with the cybersecurity community of like what you know cybersecurity is in general, maybe they'll be- get a better, more accurate answer of like you know to what degree can we use AI within the field? Oh well, one of the things that we could really use AI for is um, keeping my shit organized. Yeah, sure, I can work with that. But you want to use AI to port scan your entire network? <laughs> Who's to say that it's gonna? It's never gonna accidentally drop some some malware, or someone's gonna do some type of evil generative prompt on it and embed some type of you know rootkit in it where it's just like, oh, sorry, we're scanning your network, and you know it turns out there's a little file left there. We just might use it for analytical purposes in the future. But no, that's a backdoor. Now your goddamn network is being hacked after that. Excuse me. As much as your consultant just told you, sir, your network is clean. No, it's far from clean, G. <laughs> you got root kits on that shit, man. You need to go check it again. So let's see you go hire another security a security officer who knows a bit more about cybersecurity, who has more experience. He's gonna come back and scan your system. He's gonna, yeah, look. First of all, you have a root kit, a backdoor, and whoever say they scan your network, they never did, man. Because guess what? You have misconfigurations. You have a lot of packet loss going on. That's why your your, your, your your TikTok department or your content creation department is barely able to get their TikToks on time to beat the next competitive you know, digital agency that's next door. You're like, oh, that's why. Oh, shit, that's why we're losing money? Fuck, I shouldn't have never hired that kid. Damn, man, he's been using AI. I thought AI was the shit, man. No, AI is far from the shit. It's the shit as it is shit. Y'all need to go back on the drawing board. Stop relying on it for critical shit. But, like I'm saying, maybe if you use AI for being more organized. Like I said, as someone who does like more research these days and actually has been getting more invested in computer security research, if AI could help me find all the links of useful tools <coughs> or just even in general, like a news aggregator that summarizes topics in a very elegant way that, for example, let's say a network was attacked somewhere in a remote region. And then it gives me the detail of how the network attack happened based on a write-up from another security officer. And if it gives me a summary of like, okay, this is how it works and this is that, and then it also gives me a comparison of the original copy so that I can also go back and verify myself, then I'll be like, yeah, yeah, we can use AI in a very much, you know, positive way for that reason. Sure, that could work. 
But no, people are too fucking lazy to even think about that because they're only capitalizing on, yeah, it's this new shiny technology with the black box in it. AI is far from source code where you can open the 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 the, 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 the compilation before. Uh, sorry, it's far from binary source code of, you know, the, the digest of what someone created before they gave it to you as a product. What I'm saying is you're unable to go back and, and check the source code of AI itself because it's just a bunch of blobs arranged in a vectorized database where, you know, based on what you ask it, it's going to pull the next closest keyword that matches whatever information key point of what, what it scanned before that or learned before that. So now it's like, okay, cool. If you really want to know what, what this AI is working with, you're going to have to go through this vectorized database that has a bunch of missing words that are going in some type of, you know, tree formality type of way where the X, uh, my dog, um, weather, house. It's like, well, those words don't even fucking make any sense if I look at it just as a human. But the AI knows how to use those vectorized databases to make sense of what it's looking for. So even to that degree, it's already a pain enough to work with it to reverse engineer what the fuck is going on under the hood. So then at that point, it's like, okay, shit. Yeah, now we're really in, in a very interesting time. We're trying to work with something that we're unable to reverse engineer, but yet we're claiming that it's the, it's the pinnacle in the next generation of, of computing. Nah, man, y'all playing with too much fire right now. Someone's going to get burned. And at some point, it just might be Microsoft itself for being heavily invested in AI and trying to bully their way into the market. I mean, Apple first came up with AI in some regards with Siri in, in their mobile platforms, like the iPhone itself. Which, truthfully speaking, I'm, I'm never saying, like, based on my own perspective, like, I'm with Apple like that. And I could have said, I probably would have trusted Apple writing these types of claims about ChatGPT had it been that Apple, let's say, was the owner of ChatGPT itself, then right now Microsoft. Microsoft is known to fuck up a lot of basic ass shit, man. So how can y'all trust a company that fucks up on the most basic shit and is also known for very invasive practices and responsible for some, some type of, you know, malicious intent of shipping you software that may have backdoors by the NSA from it, which, you know, if you're a regular citizen or civilian, better yet, it has nothing to do with you if you, if you got a computer that has a backdoor that NSA can just tap in. But if you're someone working with top security clearance, you want to stay the fuck away from Windows. You just might have to opt in for something like maybe CubeOS, which is probably the best alternative right now that's less popular. Or some type of BSD distribution or Red Hat, but now even Red Hat is something else. It's on fire right now. They're going through their own legality battles with open source communities. So, so at that point, it's like, what the fuck are you working with? So yeah, like had it been maybe Apple, but even to that degree, I still would never trust it because at that point now you're dealing with a different vector. Apple is known for very secretive practices. So who's to say that that chat GPT shit might just never have, you know, some next level shit in it where in the future they'll be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to use that information to, 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 to betterize, you know, your, your lives and your digital experiences and your daily day to day commute and all that. But no, that information is already being used against you. Maybe it's being sold to third parties for other very fucked up ass practices, which is already happening, by the way. 
to a degree, a lot, all these big tech companies are already selling your information to third parties. MasterCard itself, man, like, do you know how much fucking money MasterCard makes off of credit cards? It's no longer money that they make from credit cards, people borrowing credit cards, no. They make more money now from what people do with their credit cards than actually spending money with the credit card itself. Imagine that shit. They make more money on the use than the investment. Like shit, man. That's the age that we're in. The information age. And so coming back to the whole thing with like ChatGPT and information security, it's like, yeah, who's to say that all these prompts that y'all be asking ChatGPTs are never gonna be used by Microsoft to, hey, guys, you no longer have to worry about being a cybersecurity officer anymore. We've created the super AI. Thanks to you guys, with all the prompts that you've been asking and all the debugging and analytical research that we've been doing on you using our systems, we can now give you one main tool that completes everything and can actually replace your job overnight. How would you like that? It's like, oh shit, now I gotta stay home and watch Netflix all day? Fuck. But yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm happy with it. <laughs> That's how the markets are being devalued and decimated to nothing. I already told you, teachers, their jobs are at risk. That's why I'm also saying right now, emotional intelligence is heavily critical for humanity right now in order for us to move past this bullshit that's being pushed to us by big tech. People have to come to their common sense. Stop fucking relying on a computer, man. Go to your neighbor, talk to them, go play basketball or something. I mean, go take them out for a tea or something like that, man. Hell, if you gotta gossip about your neighbor who got some ugly ass shoes or, or, or that fucked up ass car that's been making noise every goddamn morning when you wake up at 6 a.m., sure, I'd rather have that than dealing with AI and bullshit that's going on right now. They're trying to put you on a big brother state, 1984 type of shit. Hey, you wanna know who's spearheading y'all to that bullshit ass down path of no fucking limit? Microsoft. Google's already doing other weird ass shit with, with, you know, invasive tracking and, you know, mass capital surveillance, censorship, skewing the search queries on purpose. Oh, we're just trying to protect you from unsafe information. Man, look, I fucking hit the keystroke for a fucking reason. If I wanna go search up, what do ducks do at 3 a.m. when they're motherfucking in the goddamn water? I wanna see exactly what they're doing. Stop censoring that shit. If I wanna go watch what, you know, what it takes to, to, to be uh, 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 a real business individual instead of this bullshit that y'all pushing on YouTube with fake ass gurus while also silencing the people that are really pushing real information, which is a fucked up ass double standard, I want to see all that shit too. Let me decide what I want to see and what I never want to see. But yeah, we're in an age where again, all these companies are trying to decide for us what the fuck we get to see and what, what we get to do with our lives. To a point where it's like, look, are we really doing this shit or are they doing this shit for us now? And that's what's happening with ChatGPT and cybersecurity, what I'm getting at. Is that fucked up? Until the people wake up and start demanding more, like, look, 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 you guys are stepping over the goddamn line, man. Stop trying to replace my job. Cybersecurity is already complex enough where you can never just say, I'm going to use an automation tool. No. You have to make the automation tool itself, but that's prior to once you comprehend the, the, the problem that you're dealing with. 
The only reason why tools like burp suit exist and all that other shit is because, technically speaking, on a basic level, every single software program repeats the same pattern, regardless of how complex it is. The complexity is just based on different parts that are functioning together and they were doing different things at different timing. It's in the way that we build software has never changed ever since the first computer started, in general. You're processing for an input and an output, which means at some point, if you're gonna work on a bigger scale, you might need a database, an algorithm, which is data structures now. Oh, but wait, if you wanna do that shit over two different locations, now you're getting into networking. So now you're talking about networking, data structures. But wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You want more performance, right? Oh shit, now you're getting into hardware. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hardware? But wait, hold on, hold on. We have this great product, but who's gonna use it? Oh shit, now you're getting into marketing. Oh my gosh, look at that. Now you're getting into the ethics. Tapping in with IEEE standards now. Because it should never be a thing where you can just deploy an entire system that may be unsafe for people to use in general as much as you know how to build it to the point of what it does. Just like, for example, right now I'm telling you about radiational poisoning, which I was going through a lot of that, which to some degree I still go through radiational poisoning. I actually have to go in nature and ground myself and neutralize myself electromagnetically. And people think it's weird. I'm like, dumbass, it's basic ass science shit, man. Your phone has a wireless antenna in it. How else do you think it's supposed to send your data from China to here? Or wherever the fuck you're getting your information from? How else do you think it's supposed to connect to your Wi-Fi router? We are made out of over 70% water. So which means water, if it's manipulatable based on energetical state of what it is at, on, a, on a basic atomical level, it means that you can get Wi-Fi radiation. Which means you all also have to take care of that part. The fact that you all are connected connected to your devices constantly every time but that's just some basic ass shit but as much as i'm getting to what i'm saying ain't nothing changed yet the way that humans operate from the first from the whatever century way back then to now is on a very basic level is still the same shit humans are very predictable but also on that very level that they're predictable they're very unpredictable that's only depending on if you give us the opportunity to be our truest selves individually. But as a collective, if people are pushed in the corner, yeah, they'll start to think in a very herd mentality type of way. Group think type of shit. The, the shit that George Orwell was talking about in his book 1984. But I'm starting to think, man, is this 1984 or is, am I just hallucinating? Maybe I went through too much MK Ultra and all that shit. But that's what's happening with ChatGPT and Microsoft. You people need to wake up. You need to start demanding more shit. Cybersecurity itself is a field where it's critical. Critical to know what you're doing. It's far from just, you know, hiring your typical high school kid who just, you know, works part-time at McDonald's but want to make more money as a web developer for front-end or some shit like that, which front-end, that's already a whole other topic on its own. It's different from hiring a kid to like, yo, kid, you want to work on the front-end shit to make the, the buttons look nicer? Yeah, just make sure you don't fuck up this part, man, okay? I'm gonna do the back end, you do the front end. It's different, man. Even to the degree where I'm like, if I was the CEO of a company, I'd be like, sure, I, I'm willing to take a risk on my software development team because, hey, software is always bound to fuck up. Even if you hire the most talented developers, there's always gonna be room for a fuck up. That's just how software is. 
no matter how intelligent or genius you are, you're always gonna make a mistake on your first implementation because it's far from optimal. You're only becoming familiar to the scope of the, the problem, the solution that you've created. So then at that point, it's like, yeah, I'm willing to take a risk on that, but cybersecurity? Come on now. You have a real-time system that could get attacked anytime. And you wanna use it. AI that is still yet to even mature to a point where we can rely on it. And even just the fact that I told you, unless humans stop being biased on how they could, they, they see the world, then maybe AI will be less biased because the same information that we're training AI with is the shit that we all produce, right? It's all biases. How many biases are in the, in, in, in the digital space alone, let alone in our own daily personal lives face-to-face -face in real life? That's already enough of a problem to like say, no, 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 no. AI, no, no, please. Throw that shit in the back burner, man. Throw that shit in the back burner. We're unable to rely on this shit for a network system, a hardware system. Hell, let alone just working with it in general for other shit. But I already told you, where AI can shine is the shit where things that are time critical, where we need to summarize shit really quickly and figure out what's going on. Instead of actually directly using, you know, scanning or, or you know, creating code snippets or teaching people how to code. Like, anything that is critical where it actually needs some type of emotional intelligence and, and inference that's far from a computer, it's something that you should keep AI away from. AI is only good at regurgitating information as if it knows everything that, it's, that it learned. That's all that it's good at. It's essentially, I've already told you, what AI is is essentially modeling how the human brain works by using different classifications and algorithm sets that bring about then the perspective or awareness on what you input into that system and then you use that specific type of neurosynaptic way of thinking as an algorithm in a computer system on a chip to then draw a summary from whatever you feed it. In other words, it's, a, it's, it's an aggregator. It's just a, a little bit more complex version of data structures on a different level. I mean, given already you guys are working with vectorized databases, that should tell you something. It's a combination of, again, data structures, computer research, scientific computing on, on a level of what can we do with the psychology side of things and computing side of things which then becomes its own complete different type of science within is to some degree relatively speaking computing but even to that regards I, I personally can never really consider AI as a part of computer science or computer engineering because it's a whole different field on its own it, it requires a different set of thinking I know the basis of AI and just like how it works and shit, but if you really wanted me to get into there and start making these algorithms from scratch, no, 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 bro, look, look. I got no PhD in, 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 in derivative math and, and calculus and all that other fancy shit, let alone a psychology degree, but I can tell, tell you some basic psychological tactics that can be used in real life on people, given I've read a lot of shit about psychology and, and how people think, but that's also how it became more creatively inclined into design, dancing, creative arts, and all that other shit. Emotional intelligence. But if you want me to get more into depth with how can I create what I thought about into an algorithm on paper, maybe I could do it if you sat me down for a while and really thought through it. But even to that degree, man, it's a whole different field of thinking. 
in the fact right now is there's, there's far less people in that field and some of the people that are in that field are just people with a high IQ with no EQ emotional quotient they may have the you know the intelligence of like yo I know this shit I can figure out but do they have the morale the ethical standing and the backing for their intelligence no in other words you can be the most smartest motherfucker in the room but if you have no idea how to use your power to the right direction and know how to self-control yourself that intelligence can actually become just as much of a threat to you as as it would have been if you're the worst or most stupid stupidest individual in the room as in to the level you can be very intelligent it's the level you can be actually stupid because power in the wrong hands can fuck up a lot of shit it's time we stop focusing on the subjective matter and actually start focusing on the objective end goal of things and that's what's happening with chat gpt right now just a bunch of subjective ass regurgitation and hallucinations of information that we've just been jumbling up for however long since the internet started and we're trying to rely on that shit how many fucked up ass entries are in history books right now his story <laughs> the word itself how many fucked up ass economical philosophical ideas that are actually bound to destroy an economy that are in our libraries today and even including on on campuses and, and, and academic circles a lot of them and that's the shit that's being fed into an ai and y'all want to rely on that shit let alone the people that are making the algorithms for AI. They barely interact with humans on a day-to-day basis. They're constantly just locked up in their goddamn labs and shit. Coming up with all these complex-ass algorithms. They have no direct experience with interacting with the, with the individuals. The same way I've been on the streets before. Hell, I've talked to people and even dealt with people and been in rooms where my network to compared to those people in that, in that room that I was in. They're probably looking at me like if y'all if y'all really knew y'all be looking at me like a peasant. But look, look, I brought my own shit to the table too, man. I was talking to people that got tens of millions of dollars just sitting in their goddamn pockets. They could just go literally tomorrow and splurge it on a goddamn brand new car, and no, it would have no effect on their uh, wallet. But some of these people were a mix. Some of them were assholes, but some of them were some of the most brightest, most humane people I've ever met. So it all depends. It all depends. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with AI getting into cybersecurity overall. But how it's being done and what they're trying to do with it, that's the fucked up ass part. That y'all gotta start to question for what the fuck is going on. Y'all gotta start to ask questions. Demand some answers. Ethical and morale is what is key to where we're going. Emotional intelligence. Humans really can use some emotional intelligence right now, especially in these times where things are moving at lightning speeds and we have no fucking clue what's the next shit that's coming up. That's what's happening right now. Because yesterday I was, I, was, I was hearing about something like, I think, I was reading on Hacker News again, and someone was talking about like, Windows phone why it went down and I'm like yo truthfully speaking my personal take on that is like Windows phone is a great device hell the Nokia Lumia phones man the cameras on that shit was dope as shit but yet where is it at today you want to know why Microsoft stopped investing in that I mean yes it was hella competitive back then and there was a lot of anti-competitive practices and that were yet to be caught up on especially modern day society and all that shit Google versus Apple and Microsoft now in the mix 
it was too hard for the competition for them to get in. But another aspect of that is, one thing I realized is this. When Microsoft never gets their way, they always kill the product and, and figure out some other alternative. Just like right now, when they had no way of competing against Linux because it's a free product. How can you compete against free when you're a company that's trying to expand your portfolio and, and impress the shareholders? How are you gonna do that shit? Yeah, that's that's like saying bringing a knife to a gunfight and motherfucker got a machine gun and you got a little pocket knife, <laughs> a Swiss knife, better yet. <laughs> and they have a machine gun with probably like armor-piercing bullets that can go through a goddamn brick wall, like. How are you gonna compete against that? So you know what they did? Hey Linux, Linus, Linus two of us. Look man, work with us. We love what you guys are doing with open sourcing and, and forwarding the the, 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 the the way how computing do, is done. I mean, you guys already have 95% of your entire software in our cloud services. I mean, even Apple uses Linux in their servers. Yes. Linux is, I mean, Apple itself, they use a version, I, I believe to some degree they, they have a mix of everything, but yeah, every big corporation has a Linux server somewhere lying in their infrastructure, at some degree, even Google themselves. You think Google's gonna run Windows on their systems in the cloud? Fuck no. You think Google's gonna use Apple? No. Do you know how much it's gonna cost for licensing? So the obvious no-brainer answer to that is who can I use what's open source? Which then that I, that's why I'm saying I can guarantee you every single company that has a cloud infrastructure has Linux on it. That's 99% likely to be the case in many instances. Because one, they're trying to save up on costs. Two, Linux is open source. It's easy to go find a forum or a community of people talking about a very specific topic of what you may run into as a problem. Three, it's very easy to take a Linux kernel and build on top of it. Hell, you can add your graphical user interface, but you know what, fuck it. You don't even want to build a computer system. Let's say you want to build a robot. Yeah, just take the base kernel itself and then start plugging in a bunch of kernel modules that connect to the hardware. Now you have an interface. The kernel, the kernel modules, the hardware, and then the hardware talking to the kernel modules and the kernel itself. Bam, now you have a complete basic ass robot. How did that happen? Open source. So yeah, when Microsoft was unable to take over Linux overall, they're like, oh shit, man, we, we aren't able to face them directly, man. This is gonna fuck up our entire business. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna pretend we give a fuck about them. Hey, guys, we're gonna help you guys with anything you guys want. In fact, we're gonna even implement some of your drivers into our next lineup of Windows itself. Shit, man, for real? It's like, yeah, that's how much we love Linux. Oh yeah, 2023, what happened? Now they're trying to replace Linux itself. <laughs> Remember what I told you? Embrace, right? Replace and destroy. That's what's happening now. Now they're the final stage. Destroy Linux. What's happening with Red Hat right now? Many other corporations that store that that, that use um, open source uh, source code. What's happening with them? They're going to court with a lot of open source communities right now. They're they're in heavy deep waters fighting lawsuit battles about yo who wrote this line of code man 
oh shit, man, I, I was still working when I wrote that line of code. So I was getting paid. Oh, so you mean that's a corporate line of, uh, piece of code? No, 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 no. I mean, it's open source. I was working for open source, but I was also working for, for getting paid at Red Hat. Shit, which one is which, man? Decide. Ah. Okay. What's the licensing on this? Uh, it says that if you make this copy of software, you have to release the copy of it so other people can either use it or make their own version out of it. But wait a minute. All oh, these corporations survive off of capitalism and invasive anti-competitive practices. They're like, oh shit, oh fuck, 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 fuck. We, we can't say that, man. Don't be saying that in court. <laughs> so now you have... <laughs> Now you have a lot of companies fighting over what's going on with this, man. Like, do we tell them exactly what, what we did? We stole the source code from GitHub or wherever we got it from? Yeah, we, we, we forked the, the Linux kernel and then we made our own version. But what? hold up. The license says if you fork anything from open source based on the GNU license or many other derivative licenses that have similar, you know, parameters, it says you have to release the copy to the public. Or at the very least, you can never directly sell it. You can sell the service to consult for the, for the tool that you did, which by all means, you can charge an astronomical out-the-ass-crack type of amount you want. Which, I don't care. We don't care. We charge all you want for service. But the product itself, no, no, no. It's free. That's why it's called open source. Free as in free software. That's what it's about. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, that's what it is? Oh, your honor? Yeah, my, my, my clients never knew that. That was the, 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 the requirements for the license. Please forgive us. So now it's up to the judge, the defendants, or better yet, whatever the legal team that these big corporations are working with, and then the claimants that are claiming of what happens, the damages, to either compensate or neutralize the damage to some degree and come up with a verdict that makes sense. Ah, okay, okay, I see what you mean. But that's it, man, that's what's happening. A lot of corporations are willing to take advantage of free shit, but they're unwilling to either give credit, appreciate it, or propel its forward development. The same way Google can literally, they've already done it, they went to gentle Linux and forked the shit out of it, and then now you have Chrome OS, which likely soon is gonna start competing with Windows, Mac OS, and many other platforms that are out there. And I already recently wrote a paper and I was like, look, the fact that we are still in the, in the open source community arguing on the most basic ass, you know, standards, like for example, what should be the base standard of a user interface for every single user, irrespective of your background? Whether you're a developer, researcher, creative artist, content creator, or just an everyday basic Joe Schmo that just wanna use a computer, man. What should be the base standards of all the systems that are across the board? Where you can actually go on a, either a centralized system or some type of self-hostable system where we have different versions of it, where you can say, look, I wanna build a system with this hardware, with this desktop interface, and uh, um, with this version of a uh, kernel, because I have a AMD CPU or I have a M1 CPU, or I have a Intel CPU, whatever CPU you have, or from in my instance, I have a MediaTek processor in this tablet that I flipped from a Chromebook into uh, a Debian Linux environment. 
the standards today. I had to literally take the kernel, put on a suede tile-based user interface on it, which thankfully it works great and it does everything that I need to do on a basic level. Because I just have the graphical user interface, which is the suede tile-based window system. But if I wanted someone like, you know, a friend who's never even seen computers to use that shit, they're gonna like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Are you like some type of like, you know, like cyberspace hacker from like another planet? No, 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 man. It's just a basic ass computer, bro. Like, just chill out, chill out. What are the basics? But yet, this is what's happening. Being disorganized is also what's causing some of this shit to happen with what's going on with ChatGPT and cybersecurity being jumbled up and, and, and what's going on with Microsoft itself. People have to come together and agree on certain specifics. Being disorganized is actually detrimental now, especially in the age that we're going into. Because being disorganized is also what's causing people to never ask the right questions. And if you never ask the right questions, you never know the right answer. You keep getting taken advantage of and being lied to. Oh yeah, no, 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 we just meant to like use your software for a little bit, man. Red Hat is now calling literally the people, the very people, the very people that were maintaining different branches of the, of the source code that is literally responsible for what Red Hat is today. They're calling them freeloaders, man. Imagine how insultive is that? Calling someone a freeloader? And they're the ones that were responsible for literally building your entire system from ground up. Now look at that. Hold on. Imagine that. It just makes no sense. You get what I'm saying? One, it's insultive. Two, it's like, how dare you? Three, it's like, uh, okay. So now we're calling each other names? And we're in a, in a lawsuit battle between did you steal the source code or did you accidentally fork it into your code base of your private infrastructure that you know lives somewhere on a server locked away and whatever wherever Red Hat headquarters is located at or did you actually intentfully do this to actually cause a result that would become known as invasive anti-competitive practices to embrace, replace, and destroy what we know as the currency of open source. Because who's to say that's that's never going to be the case with ChatGPT and Microsoft within the cybersecurity space itself? Like I told you, people will keep pushing a bunch of prompts to this shit, and at some point they're going to be like, oh yeah, you know what? We no longer need you guys. Sorry, uh, your prompts helped us uh, build one system that can replace every cybersecurity officer and agent on an entry level, or worse yet on an expert level, so you no longer even have to go to school. Jimmy, you, you wanted to be a druggie uh, when you started as a kid? Yeah, now you can do that. You don't, you no longer have to go to school to be a cybersecurity officer. Because guess what? Microsoft solved that problem. So you can sit at home and do nothing and fuck all day. But that's the age where we're going to, right? Where they're just trying to constantly replace everything. So what are the people gonna do? I'm, I'm never saying that well, a replacement to this is an alternative to this and people should stay home and do nothing. I'm saying that, yeah, cool. Maybe to some degree the requirement or the prerequisite to participate in something that helps overall in society may be a little bit higher the barrier now. But to that degree too, give us the tools, man. Give us the access to the tools that help us upgrade the, the quality of life for everybody else. Right now there's poverty everywhere. People are going homeless. Even in the most developed countries, man. 
San Francisco itself, California. You know how many people on the streets that are hooked up to meth and crack and all this other fucked up ass synthetic drugs and shit? You know how many people are literally going through depression, going through all this fucked up ass, who, who the fuck knows what this mental illness was 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago? How many people out there? A lot. But yet y'all pushing ChatGPT and cybersecurity. Yay! We can replace anybody now with ChatGPT. No. No, stop that shit. Cut that shit right now. Until we can solve the most basic necessities of what it is to be a human and what is considered human rights, which have been turned into policy. I've already told y'all many times on Project Social what the fuck is going on. Until we can do that, then sure, you can bring all the chat GPT bullshit y'all want. Hell, you can fuck it up as many times as you want. Because at least the people have some type of cushion and support. People, then at some point we can say, look, with all this money that you guys are cutting all the jobs for, why don't you put it back into actual, one, some type of community fund. Maybe open source itself to start with. Hell, maybe you guys should expand what open source means instead of just the technical side of things. What if we actually started an open source community of academic research? Like writing books that are free. Free as in free forever. Anybody can pick that book up and read it as much as they want, however many million times they want. Hell, if you gotta become Einstein seven times, so be it. But no, that's far from the case. You got Oracle and all these bullshit-ass corporations holding on to these licenses for books that could benefit individuals like myself who barely can afford those textbooks. So what do individuals like myself do? I have to go on archive.org and find some old-ass books that are no longer copyrighted. And then I have to then take the gap between how old that information is and create my own differences between, oh shit, I gotta go on YouTube now and search what the fuck were they trying to say in this book in 1997? Oh shit, it's 2023. Oh man, that's a different word now. Fuck. I can't do this shit no more. I have to do that. When meanwhile, Oracle and all these goddamn companies that are licensing this really, really useful information and holding on to it for themselves in their vaults somewhere and all these academic research papers that could actually benefit the society and the greater good overall, are locked away behind someone's server or an institute or a campus or a college somewhere. But yet we're talking about ChatGPT. The people are hungry, the people are homeless. Fucked up ass shit is going on in the media. People can't even agree on the most basic ass shit. How racism is still going on, it's 2023. Fuck are we at, man? You're pushing all this advanced ass technology, but where is humanity at? You tell me for what it's happening, man. I'm just blurting out my shit, right? But that's the reality of what's going on. Because right now what's happening is that it's like trying to trying to build a house on a on a sandy foundation. You can build the most beautiful ass castle, man. But if a fucking hurricane comes around tomorrow, oh you fucked. Yeah, you you got it in some doo-doo bullshit. Your goddamn house is gonna be to the goddamn flames. It's gonna be on the goddamn decimation of a first floor level. Oh shit, we started here? Goddamn, I thought it was yesterday that I was upstairs at the 33rd floor, man. 
No, you're on the first floor. God damn it. Your foundation was weak. It was shit. Because you guys never thought about the most critical details. How do we integrate very solid systems that can help us move as fast as we can because we have a solid foundation instead of foregoing those critical details to now where we actually at some point might have to backtrack 10 times further. Because, oh shit, we, we were just thinking about the next thing without a foundation. But that's what's happening. I told you, people are hungry, people are homeless, people are going through mental shit. But yeah, y'all trying to talk about AI and all that bullshit and talk about AI can help people heal with their own shit. Nah, man, fuck all that shit, man. Fuck all that shit. Because where is the money going? You guys are cutting a whole bunch of jobs. Hell, Google been firing like 30% of his own entire team. 30%? I mean, I may be exaggerating shooting that number out the park, but let's just even say it's 15% or 10% of Google. Do you know how big Google is as a company? That's at least 600 people, man. 600 people? You know what you could do with 600 people that are geniuses and smart that used to work at Google? You could build six different companies with 100 people on the team. Hell, even 100 for modern day standard of like technology or startup is a lot. These days you could literally build a startup with even one guy. Just automating the rest of this shit. But even to that degree, yeah, that's a whole lot of stress for one guy to be running one company by himself. Let's just say you got 50 per team. That's pretty sufficient for running a, a digital agency or some type of like research or whatever. Let's just say you got 50. So you got six teams at start, which had 100, right? Now you can have 12. 12 teams of some very smart individuals that worked at Google at one point, that got probably PhDs and shit, PhD on PhD, because, hey man, Google never stopped learning, right? <laughs> 12 teams. That's from 10% of Google itself. What more many other companies, like right now Microsoft cutting off uh, LinkedIn employees? What more with Netflix cut, cutting down a whole lot of their own employees as well? I'm not sure what the real news is on Apple right now, cutting back on uh, employment, but many companies are doing that shit. Oracle, Red Hat, etc. All these people that have no jobs right now, they could be building some shit that actually helps humanity directly forward itself. Instead of advertising and shining in our face all this bullshit ass technology that got nothing to do with people. It's only monopoly. It's only capitalism at that point. Fuck the past capitalism. I got nothing against capitalism. Hell, I'm a business-minded individual. I'm all for expanding and growing a portfolio and impressing the shareholders as long as it benefits both parties. Does it benefit the end user? Does it benefit the shareholder? Does it benefit the business? And if it's equally rightfully so and it's based on what's been agreed on, by all means, all fair play, man. All gas, no brakes, no stop. Do all you want. But if someone is being taken advantage of and someone is getting fucked over because they never asked the right questions like I say, and all these other social constructs that are still in question to be resolved for, where the fuck are we going? Are we going to 1984 doom and gloom or are we going to Mr. Utopia? Hey, what the fuck happened, man? I thought you promised me a utopia. Now we're in a dystopia? What the fuck? You get what I'm saying? It makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. 
because that's the same shit I'm saying. Like, I grew up in the ghetto. I went to a private school. And even when I was going to a private school, in the, while being in the ghetto and learning English and all that shit, English, now that I'm in Colombia, I'm starting to pick up on a little bit of Spanish, you feel me? Even to that degree. The same shit is the same across the board. North America, South America, Africa. We're going through the same bullshit, man, globally speaking. Because all these goddamn cocksucker bastards are just holding on to portfolios that have no fucking end to their growth. Meanwhile, people are starving. Meanwhile, the people are going through some unfair social political issues that could be resolved by literally sitting down. Look, okay, you guys have a lot of problems with gangs, right? How about this? Let's start an after-school program for every single youth who's at risk of ending up in a gang. Okay, sure. Maybe something with computers, creative arts, digital marketing, entrepreneurship. So now they can start their own business or if they want to be an engineer or a scientist, whatever the fuck you want to do. Whatever they want to do. So they're no longer focusing on like, oh shit, man, after class I have to go figure out what, I, what I'm going to eat. My uncle is in the streets, popping up some shit, fighting with goddamn dumbasses, you know, running around with a gun like Batman and shit. I might just end up with that situation. That's what that's what's going through the kid's head, man, because he could barely afford food, let alone even pay attention in class because he's thinking about his survival. So he's unable to even learn, or wherever the individual might be, aside from a, from a male, a, a masculine character that I'm describing as here. But that's the shit that a lot of kids that are in the ghetto go through. Give them some books, man. Give them an after-school program that can actually help them focus on other shit instead of the bullshit that's going on right now. But no, you motherfuckers want to just take, 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 and take advantage of all the basic-ass shit that's out here. And destroy the, even the very fabrics of economical and, and the values and the morals of individuals that were once a part of a thriving community. In the name of impressing the shareholders. In the name of looking like who got the bigger dick in the goddamn market of the big tech shit, right? Man, fuck all that bullshit, man. Fuck all that bullshit. Because if it's about who got bigger balls, ain't none of you motherfuckers got any shit. All of y'all fucking up on big time square off like, what the fuck are y'all doing, man? What are y'all smoking? Hell, I smoke cannabis and cigarettes and all that other shit, man. But my brain more clear than you motherfuckers that claim to never smoked any goddamn cigs or anything like a, like a blunt. So what the fuck am I talking about that's different from how y'all should be seeing things? It's basic ass logics, man. Basic ass logics. But you know how, how that logic can come about? Just experience. Just go about in everyday life and interact with different individuals from different walks of life and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's just basic ass shit. Give the people options so that you never have to take away their very basic options that they're fighting to hold on to. Their jobs. Right now people are fighting through job security like tooth and nail. When it could have been that, let's say, let's say, let's say we, we, we had a universal basic income, of course, on a on a on an ethical and morale standpoint, where people were never being taken advantage of for the very reasons of having to receive that universal basic income, it would have been then it's a, to, to a degree where like, okay, look, say that the average individual may be getting 
like in Canada, based on taxes and like numbers and shit, let's say every individual per year gets $13,800 a year, Canadian, guaranteed. Well, so now that means that 13,000, that's about something like a thousand every month, right? Or whatever, my math is probably fucking up big time. So if it's 13,000 a month, I mean, sorry, 1,000 a month on a very basic level, that's enough to at least cover one, more than half of the rent of what's currently in United, uh, in, America, in Canada right now. Two, it's enough to at least, if you wanna be, excuse me, a hobbyist and you just wanna live off of that shit, or you wanna go off the grid or, hell, save that 13,000 the first year and buy you a goddamn little minivan and, and travel the entire world vlogging, content creating and doing whatever the fuck you wanna do within the country of Canada as long as you're still a Canadian citizen, it could help. So now you can have the free will to, to go about your life and expand on your own personal experiences and your personal convictions of how you see life as it should be and share with others from your own experience to now where it's like, okay, look, look. This person getting 13,000, they may be creating content that's actually positively impacting people, which to that degree, if everybody's getting some basic cushion of like support, I see no reason why someone should be putting negative ass shit in the digital space. Because they're getting their needs met on a basic level. So then at that point, they're gonna have to figure out the rest of whatever the fun, the, whatever they want outside of that basic ass shit that they're being given, right? So now that 13,000, let's say that person is, you know, they're on their little vacation trip in their little goddamn van. Someone else was getting that 13,000. Could be a single mother. Oh shit, life happened. Yeah, you know, fucked around a little bit too much. <laughs> Partying and shit. Now the mom, she can support her kid. But while she's getting that 13,000, let's just say maybe someone like a single mother, already they're getting they get, they get incentivized and, and funding for to help their, their, their personal life and help raise the kid. So let's say she get 13,000, and maybe another 13,000 for the, for the young one, the infant, the, the little young kid coming up. Now that's what, at least 26,000 or 27,600 or some shit like that. So she can stay at home if she wants to continue studying. Let's just say she was fucking around too much, partying too much, but initially she wanted to be a nurse or a doctor or a researcher or a scientist, whatever. That chance is no longer just completely erased out of the goddamn window because I wanted to enjoy my life as an individual, as a young someone who's young and, and curious about, you know, being social and being in the party scene. It's no longer just completely erased. No, she's like, look, I can still be a doctor. I can still be a nurse. I can be a, a psychologist. Hell, I've been to parties. So part of being a psychologist is the best shit because I know how people work and I enjoy talking to people. So it's no longer just beers and drinks and babies. <laughs> now it's actually like, look, real shit. I got, a, I got a kid at home, but I'm studying to be a psychologist or PhD psychologist, whatever. To a point where, let's say, let's say this shit happened when you're 18. And now let's say you're, hell, I say 21, 23. You're still studying your shit. By the time, let's say you're 27, you got your PhD. And your kid, well, you had your kid at what, 18? The kid is probably nine years old now. The kid's like, yo, mama, keep going, mama. Keep going, keep pushing. Do you know what that would feel like for the single mother to be in that position where she's like, I'm supporting my kid. The kid is nine years old. I got my PhD. Thanks to the government, help me. 
support and propel my 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 curiosity outside of just partying and all this socialistic old shit where you know as young individuals we go through some fucked up ass time sometimes coming up trying to figure out who we are it's no longer just a thing about oh well fuck you fuck everything that you went through because you were too dumb or 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 you went went about your way on a path that was unsupported by the the status quo no they're like, no, I'm 27, I got a kid who's nine years old and I got a PhD and I'm working an entry job in psychology research. So it's no longer even just like, my first job I'm gonna have to cherry pick and work for a Fortune 500 company just to make a lot of money. No, it's like, no, I can just literally start in my community. Hell, maybe even start with the kids. Do some research on how do kids think and how do kids learn from certain things. So from that point, you can even upgrade your own skill set by going from the kids to like, you know what, five years from now, I'm no longer interested in working with kids, man. That's that's annoying shit, right? But it would have been like, let's say you're volunteering at a place and you're getting a credit for helping out to the degree of what you're doing as that single mother that I'm giving you as an example. So from that perspective now, it becomes a thing about, okay, so you no longer want to work with kids. What do you want to do then? You went to partying and all that shit, right? Well, uh, my long-term goal is to well, become a speaker or a writer or whatever. Write a book eventually. Okay, what do you want to do then? Okay, fine. I want to get into design. Or I want to get into fashion. Well, you're a single mother. You got a kid, right? So now let's see what kind of fashion style you can come up, come up with. Maybe for single mothers or maybe for just someone who's more into your perspective of how you see life. Irregardless of what walk you come from. Irregardless of your ethnic or background. But that's what a healthy, striving society would be like if people had the safety net to actually invest in their self. The same way you got the single mother, the the, the hippie or whatever y'all... <coughs> I'm being stereotypical. The individual that y'all classify as a hippie who's traveling the world, documenting their life experience, possibly making music or creative art to support and also further fund their ideas, even though they're still getting guaranteed income per year from the government. Do you see what's happening now? We have a baseline to start with, and then the people do the rest for themselves. They figure it out. It's like, oh, government, I want more money. No, fuck you. Go, you. We gave you the basic shit, man. Come on. Figure out the rest on your own. We gave you the resources. Right? So people can no longer complain. Now, take another third example. We could say um, a young individual who once almost got into drug abuse. Now they're a chemist. Imagine that shit. They're a chemist, possibly even working on how can we expand the longevity of our personal smartphones today by creating batteries that actually can last very long. Or beyond that, let's just say, fuck that. They don't. They don't give. A, they have no fucks to give about technology. Oh, I came up with with a solution for 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 a pill that helps you uh, when you feel like sleeping. It helps you sleep well. I mean, there's already some shit like that already. That's that's basic ass shit. Or I came up with something that that helps you baseline if you ever feel like you're about to overdose. So like, hey, you're a young kid, right? You like to try all diff- this different weird ass shit, right? Okay, take this pill first so that if you ever overdose, you're never gonna die or end up in the hospital. Bam, there you go. I just came up with a solution for that. But that's a young individual who's getting basic support for their shit. How did they get the basic support to come up with that shit? Well, the 13,000, they probably built a homemade lab. 
And then all the other open research papers that are accessible on the internet help them put together what's going on and how can they help themselves. Oh, oh, how did you do that? Well, I, I read books about chemistry, biology, uh, DNA and, and RNA sequencing, how the DNA can work with computers. So this pill is just far from a regular pill. It's an actual smart pill, but far from a smart pill that's being used to fuck up people's own entire psychological, neurological uh, essence. It's actually there to help you in a positive manner. So it's a smart pill that actually reprograms your DNA to be bulletproof against overdosing and shit. Oh my goodness, amazing. Oh, guess what? This pill, I also, came, I also came up with a version number two. This one also helps you with memory retention. So what this smart pill does, it goes back into your DNA and rewires all the sequences so that they're perfectly synchronized. So now when you learn something, you remember things like that instantly. You just have to learn it once and you never have to relearn it again. Isn't that a cheat? Isn't that a hack? They're like, oh, I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> but fuck, who cares, man? We have the basic ass guaranteed shit. So why should it never be that easy to learn or expand on your knowledge? Oh, so you selling that smart pill? Where can I buy that? Well, I mean, you could buy it from me or buy it at a store, but I also came up with this way. In order to, to prevent this shit from getting out of hand or someone getting this, this research on their hands and doing ill intent with it, I also came up with a system where it's open source. So you can take my research all you want, use it all you want, but you can never capitalize directly on the product itself. And let's say if you were to capitalize on your own research that you came across from what I produced as a result, sure. But it's regulated to a point where it never gets out of hand. So we all now have the basic requirements. So you probably all asking, how the fucking corporations coexist amongst that shit? Well, they can still exist. Think about it this way. Say someone like Steve Jobs was still alive today, came up, came up with Apple. Apple as a company today in a, in a society of what I'm giving you as a description would function as a middle ground between the individual and the end result. So let's say someone is, uh, you know, comes across like some type of bug in the Apple operating system. They're like, oh shit, gotta go fix that. Or let's say they come up with their own version of the entire Mac OS operating system itself. Well, they can never sell it and make money off of it directly capitalizing it because it's intellectual property that's protected by a certain entity or group of individuals that came up with the research, like just like open source is right now with Linux. But instead, if you guys want to use this on your computers or your personal Apple computers that you guys buy from Apple itself, by all means do it. It's free for use. And if you guys want to further the research too, go ahead. I can also guys help you guys expand on that given that I'm the one who created it. Okay, then how can we regulate companies like this from getting out of hand? Well, the people would then have to have certain standards. For example, one, they can never overly release a certain iterative lineup of the same device every single season. For example, let's say we stop producing an iPhone every single four or five months and actually instead actually focus on the research. Let's say we release an iPhone every four years. Because one, we're trying to re reduce on the carbon footprint impact on what it does to society and the e-waste and, and carbon neutrality that these people are claiming about. But yet, if you still want to continue about your life and expand on your uh, experiences and your personal convictions of what you may learn from your own personal ex uh, 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 quest of life, 
by all means. And if you do come across something that we may, you know, find beneficial to what we're doing as a company or as a corporation, please send it in. We're also willing to pay you to some degree or incentivize whatever it is that you want to do, but we're never going to put it in a perspective where it gets out of hand capitalistically. Shareholders can still coexist amongst the community like that. No problem. You want to be a millionaire? You want to be a billionaire? Sure. But the very much amount of billionaires and millionaires is going to be very far and few in between because guess what? In order to get to the billionaire status or millionaire status, you got to work your goddamn ass off. It's no longer about this shit where you got Bezos and all these dumbass motherfuckers that be claiming to be billionaires when they never work for every single penny of what that billion is worth. No. You want to work to be a billionaire, you have to go fucking dig the goddamn grave before you even start because in order to get to a billion dollars or even million dollars in a community or a society like that, it actually takes a lot of hard work, real hard work. It's doable, very doable. Anybody can become a millionaire at that point, but you have to work your goddamn ass off. So then people have to calculate like, okay, look, what's the more important? Me being a millionaire or living my life and having certain basic systems coexist amongst us so that I can continue my own personal life while also expanding with whatever systems that coexist amongst me. So it's never, no longer even a thing where it's like Apple is owned by one central entity. No, one, it's owned and signed by, let's say, one main guy who started, with, who started it, like Steve Jobs in this case. But on the other backside of it, it's also heavily regulated so it never gets out of hand where it starts to abuse people's, you know, ideologies and, and personal endeavors of how they go about life. And I'm just using Apple as an example. Many other companies can do this too. It's heavily regulated so it never gets out of hand. So let's say you're that guy that, y'all, that you guys I'm classifying as a hippie and you, you come up with a really good song and you want to upload it to iTunes. Yeah, you're going to make all the money that you're going to make. But because you're also getting funding, that funding is going to go to your pockets. And even let's say you make a lot of money, money from it, from, from creative work. It's still heavily regulated. Let's say you make $100 million and the house is worth $10 million. Well, sorry, you can only have one big mansion. Well, we're unsorry about that because it's bullshit. You're one individual. Why do you want more than one, one, one mansion? And if you want to buy one mansion, by all means, you can make it an entire state, an entire city, but only one. You can never have multiple instances of it across the entire globe and taking up all the land space for other people that just want to live and just do their own thing and freely go about their own life. Because at that point, you're getting greedy. Because look, man, you got $100 million. You can buy a mansion. You can invest even in more your artistic work and all that shit. But even to that degree, if you came up through the work of being supported by the very system that also supports what you're doing in order to continue doing what you're doing, why would you even think about having an egotistical perspective of even attempting to want to abuse the very much, you know, monetary outcome from your creative work why would you want to do that at some point as an individual you start to have the moral be like you know what i'm grateful man why would i want to take advantage of all this shit that i'm being given without any cost i've been able to freely create and travel and do all that i can so at that point i might as well continue creating and doing what i can so even to that degree now you got a hundred million dollars sorry well, even never sorry for the what it said. Since you have $100 million, we're going to lower how much you're going to get per year or 
to a degree where you can say, you know what, that 13,000 that I was talking about that you were getting at the start, you no longer get that because you have a hundred million dollars. Out of 13,000, do you know how long you can live off of that shit for? First of all, you're above the quality of life of what the basic individual is supported on already. So, why should we keep supporting it with 13,000 when we could redivert that money towards someone else? Possibly even a newborn infant. Like I told you about the single mother who was, you know, partying and all that shit. Now she got a kid. So she has to support herself and the kid. So now it's her getting the 13,000 and the kid getting the 13,000, even if they're still a toddler. See what's happening now? We're reallocating and, 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 and shifting things around to balance the society and the economic, economical system so that everybody has a base cushion to start from. But if you wanna to go to the sky limit, the sky's the limit, sure, by all means. But just know that there's certain regulations that help us so that we keep whatever is at the baseline you know, possible. And some of the people right now currently listening to this, they'll be like, what, 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 isn't that limit? No, it's not, it's far from limiting. Y'all just too greedy. I've lost everything, I've gained everything in life. And even outside of what I've explained to y'all on Project Social and everything that, that what I know outside of this current life, I'll tell you this, the most basic shit that every single individual is looking for is something to grow from. It's far from money or monetary result. Money ain't shit, man. When you really start to think about it, on a lot of cases, money ain't shit. They just make it look like it's everything because you're dealing with greedy-ass bastards in this fucked-up-ass, rigged-ass society. That's why it feels like it's everything, but it's far from everything. There's other shit to look after than money itself. For example, what you have to do for yourself, especially individuals like myself who are more intellectually inclined. I'd rather spend my entire hours working on research or expanding on what I already know or possibly working out, making some nice-ass vegan salad dish. I could really go fuck up a nice vegan salad right now. But guess what? I barely got the money for that right now. And thankfully, after having to fight tooth and nail with this corporation that was holding my money for ransom, after buying a power bank that failed on me in the first six months, I can now start to afford that today, thankfully. But before that, I had to ask people for money. Hey man, can, can, can I borrow you 5K pesos just to eat? Do you know what that feels like? Keep asking someone for money when in some instance they might be possibly struggling on their own. But just because they have a little bit more than you, you feel like you can go ask them because they're like, shit, that's the only option I got in front of me. But that's because our own societies are greedy. So everybody else has an imbalance. There's those that have a lot of it and those with nothing and then those that have little and those that are very much at the exit gateway of what the fuck some individuals like myself are going through based on this financial fucked up ass system that has no balance. But based on what I just explained to y'all and however long this shit been running for, that's how society can balance itself. That's how we can restore true humanity expansiveness shit that actually goes beyond even money itself money is just a fucking tool at the end of the day man that's all that it is it just it's a tool that gives you options it's energy it's a system for transferring energy on a monetary level and businesses is just creating solutions to problems that you may have at the moment that's all there is to it it's far from making it everything about life, but if you're in a fucked up ass rigged society with weak cocksucker bastards that be trying to run around flexing on everybody, hey, I got this more money than you. No. You're gonna have the results of what we're going through right now. 
where the most basic requirements of humanity to thrive are yet to be resolved, while in the same instance, we're talking about cybersecurity and ChatGPT combined together on some critical shit. Nah, y'all, y'all got me on some fuck shit, man. Man, pull that trap in there. Y'all got me fucked up on that. But that's it, man. That's what's, I got. That's what's going on out here. So my, my perspective, as much as I started talking about Microsoft and ChatGPT and cybersecurity, overall, my main frustrations and why I tell y'all this much is because I see a brighter future outside of this bullshit. But only if people are willing to take that pathway and start to actually demand some real shit from the so-called institutions and organizational systems that claim to be there for them. The government pr- promised the people, hey, we're going to take care of you guys. But what's happening right now? They've weaponized everything. Including a very money itself that you guys use every day to go to the bank and cash out the very cards that you guys use, MasterCard and all this bullshit owned by very few hands are being weaponized. Your very houses, your jobs, everything has been weaponized against you by the very same individuals and institutional organizations that claim to be there for you. But until you guys start to ask and see this shit right through for what it is, a lot of this shit is going to sound like gibberish, what I'm saying. It's going to sound like bullshit. It's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm telling you the truth of what's going on in real time. I'm witnessing to you the real, real time reality what's playing out for most people. Irregardless where you go, whether you go in the corner of China, or you go in Canada or Africa, Zimbabwe, where I'm from, it's the same shit over, over and over again. Too many greedy ass people holding on to resources that could be split and evenly distributed in a very fair way. I'm never saying that, oh, we should take away from all the billionaires that actually work, even, even to that degree, man. There's no such thing as a pure billionaire who worked every penny for it. There's no such thing. Because in order for that to happen, your lifespan has to expand past what it takes to make your first billion and work for it. But a millionaire, yeah, possibly, you can work your, your ass off from start to finish to make a million dollars. That's no problem. That's a very possible thing to do. But something like $500 million for one individual? Man, you really must have scammed a lot of people for that shit. $500 million? Especially in a fucked up ass community, uh, economy like this? 10 million, 50 million, 80 million, maybe for investments and all that shit. Yeah, that's different. But I'm talking about working your ass off for the first million or whatever else amount you want to get at. That shit takes time. It takes a lot of hard work, dedication. It's never just an easy walk in the park. Hey, I'm going to wake up and become the first billionaire. No, that shit takes time, man. And in fact, to even get to that degree, even if you were to come up with a system that helps you make that, First of all, you have to get over a lot of competition, regulations, sign a bunch of NDAs to protect your assets and your intellectual property, which by that moment, you've already lost enough money. Now you got to go hire a bunch of lawyers to protect you if shit goes south. Because in a society like that, you got vouchers, man. Motherfuckers will try to come take your shit. So you have to fight tooth and nail and hold on to it. But is that a comfortable ass life to live? Where you could just, hey, you know what? I'm gonna make my first 10 million and then I'm out. By the time I'm 35, I retire the fuck out of the whole system. I'm gonna be traveling my whole life. $10 million is more than enough to survive for the next even 25 years without a problem in a fair society. $10 million is a lot of money, man. 
So after that, what, what do you do? Which is also why I'm surprised a lot of these individuals that claim to be billionaires and millionaires, why the fuck are you still working? Why the fuck are you still working? It takes a lot of hard work to get to where you are at. Yes, I'm, I, I, individuals like myself, I love to work my ass off. I like, I love to work. It's something that I enjoy. But you think I'm gonna be sticking around once I make my first $10 million? No. I'd rather go work hard on some other shit that is far from just monetary. Something that is gonna go beyond even myself. Scalability. Because some of y'all that are still focused on all this money shit, it's inefficient, man. The money is dependent on an economical system that has concurrency. Which means as long as the clock keeps ticking, your money will keep going down in value overall. Depreciation. So why would you want to keep working your ass off on an asset that's going to depreciate over time when you can go rely on something that you put one little emphasis of energy, it's going to 10x itself. For example, nature. Buy you a goddamn land, land plot or something. Build an off-grid heaven. Hell, you can build an entire place like the size of this campus. Like, I'm sure this campus probably at the most it will cost you like... I mean, I'm shooting off the park here, but each building here is probably worth, let's say $10 million. And it's probably what, 26, 30, is up to, I think building 20 something. If it's $10 million, that's at least $200 million, US dollars. Now let's say taxes, properties, licensing on all this regulation and shit. The entire place of where I'm at right now on EFIT, Let's just say it costs a half a billion dollars. That's that's already beyond astronomical. Like I'm, I'm literally again, I'm shooting numbers out the park for no reason. But I'm telling you, it never takes that much to live a comfortable life where you're like you're in heaven. It never takes that much. But if you're surrounded by a bunch of people that are rigging everything up, yeah, you're gonna think that it it, it takes forever. No, it's basic ass simple shit. Work your ass off, and eventually the result will come around if you really focus on what you want. But if you're surrounded by weak-ass motherfuckers, yeah. Even if you focus and you work your ass off, you're never gonna get anywhere. Because I'll tell you this, individuals like myself, I should be on the motherfucking mainstream of the YouTube front page itself. I know the, what the fuck I deserve. But you got these fake-ass gurus going on YouTube telling you how to make a, 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 your first $50 million in your year by a 23-year-old. <laughs> This is Kiko Iman Gazi or something like that. He's on, he's on YouTube. Very well known. Same age as me. I'm actually a year older than Imachi, by the way, because he's born in 2000. I'm born in 99. Yet he's out here telling y'all, how do you make your first million dollars when his digital agency that is claiming to be worth millions is worth literally only 50,000 pounds? British pounds. Sure, it's a lot of money to some degree, relatively speaking, but even then... These motherfuckers are lying to your faces and you guys are believing them and running with the bullshit that they lie to you about. And that's the shit that YouTube is letting fly around the goddamn surface of the internet. But when people start to speak facts and question and, and criticize details for what it is and exactly for claim for claim, we get labeled conspiracy theorists. We get labeled as, oh, you're anti-fact checking. Oh, you're anti-whatever this, fill in the blank. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Since when do we have anti-anything? I'm only anti-bullshit. Tell me the facts for what it is. Chat GPT ain't shit. It's never ready to start for what it's at. Y'all still got a lot of miles to go before you can start to rely on it as a critical system for anything. Imagine this. Would you ever integrate Chat GPT with Tesla? 
as a self-driving system. No. Even Tesla themselves, they were like, I think there's like a component in the, uh, I forgot the hardware system. Like it's it's like a, it's a very fast camera that I think, I, I forgot they were saying it, it, it can scan up to three, Again, I may be fucking up with the numbers here, but all I know is a very high performance component that is very hard to make and it's a custom component that they can only get from a specific factory. And I believe I think it was saying it can take 3,000 snapshots of a frame or picture from what it's witnessing externally and then scan that back into the self-driving autonomous system and decide what's the next move in a, in a micron of a second. But right now, they're trying to push that to be even shorter than what it currently is at. So even to that degree, it's like, okay, you're creating a custom component that is this accurate and this powerful. Now, let's see, let's just try to put ChatGPT in there. Hey, ChatGPT, take me to McDonald's. And you're using this highly accurate system and you're trying to combine it with a system that's still yet to mature. Do you know what's gonna happen after that? Sure, it's gonna be heavily confident, but it might be so confident that you might end up in a in a ditch somewhere. Or you might end up in a fender bender with someone's, you know, car or some shit. That's what's happening, man. But even to that degree, like companies like Tesla, they don't be coming up here. I mean, I'm never even saying like I'm for Tesla. I'm just giving y'all an example. Is that mission critical shit takes time to research and develop. And this component that I'm telling you about what, what's what's inside Tesla vehicles, even to this degree, Tesla's still getting a lot of accidents because they're still, again, these are still prototypes. Even to that degree, they're still getting an accidents with a component that is that accurate. 3,000 snapshots in a second. Imagine your phone, if it can take 3,000 photos in one second. Do you know how fast that is? <laughs> You might even blow up your, your your entire lens itself before you even finish taking that photo. Because that's a lot of power. But even that power is never enough to prevent an accident from happening. Even people that be playing chess on the highway on the 417. Hey, we're going to Toronto. We're going to let this car self-drive itself. Oh, yeah? Oh, watch, watch. It's going to start snowing. You might slide off the road playing that chess. Checkmate. Now you're in a fucking ditch. Because, again... Research and development takes time. It's not just some, hey, we, we, we did this because we can do it. No. Just because you can do it never means it's going to always work the first shot. You have to first consider every fucking angle. And right now, Microsoft, what they're doing is very dangerous. Very dangerous. Never considering every single angle from every perspective. It's just all egotistical shit filled with um, greed and pride. And I hope they do crash and burn in the process of it because... At this point, man, like, companies that be running around like this, it's, it's bullshit. You're putting people at risk and you're putting society at risk by pushing all these fucked up ass ideologies and let alone these invasive marketers that got no fucking shame for anything to start with are running with it. Hey, chat GPT. I was on YouTube the other day and I was like seeing some, some YouTube video. How to, how to um, um, use chat GPT generative prompts for your business. I'm like, what the fuck? Are y'all serious? You're gonna use it. You might as well replace your entire CEO then at that point. Fuck. But I never work at a place where they're using ChatGPT as the. Oh, this is the executor for our big decision making because we gave it all these options and we're gonna calculate and see what's the best option. Man, whatever created you, I know God exists. 
But you were given a fucking brain for a reason. Use it. Okay? Don't be stupid. I'm trying to rely on the very shit that you created that is still lacking in, 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 in proper research and, and expansiveness. It's like, man. Anyways, I already said enough, man. For however long I've been talking for, I think I've been talking for like, what, three, four fucking hours? But that's all I gotta tell y'all, man. This shit, it needs to stop. People need to wake the fuck up and actually realize what the fuck is going on. Question the right questions. Start asking and demanding answers for all that's happening right now, especially within the digital space. When people start to demand fairness, I believe that we're gonna start to see a better direction than what's going on right now. But until that happens, yeah, y'all gonna keep going through this bullshit with all these companies selling y'all garbage. Claiming that it's the best remedy. Motherfucker, they're selling y'all poison, man. Y'all need to wake the fuck up. Some of y'all might die in the process, but look. I never want to put it that way, but sometimes, historically speaking, or based on just accounts of, you know, humanity's evolutionary process, that's what it takes for some people to wake up. It's unfortunate, but... Maybe until ChatGPT starts being directly responsible some, for some catastrophic outcomes, maybe people start to ask real questions. But again, I never wanted to get to that point, but I'm just giving y'all a warning. Y'all heard me talk my shit. That's all I gotta say, man. Take care of yourselves. I'm out.